You'll know real when you get it. It will say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like a gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Hello, hello. It's Brooke DeVard, and you're listening to the Naked Beauty Podcast. I am here with Giada, and we are going to break down the best beauty moments of 2019 and like beauty products and also like the worst. Yeah. Are you guys sitting down? I know. There were some flops. <laughs> there were, some, there were flops. some flops in 2019, man. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Let's just give like a bit of your credentials. You are like okay. a skincare and beauty expert. Oh, thank you. I'm I'm always learning. I'm yes. Always curious. Yes. Forever curious. Yeah. So I basically worked in beauty for eight years now. Yes. Um, working at Tem2, L'Oreal, Glossier, doing everything from social media marketing to product development. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so you've mm-hmm. seen some things. You've seen the influencer side of things. Yes. I didn't realize that you planned <laughs> those like crazy influencer trips. I know. I'm not that proud of that. I know because well, it's changed um, the industry so much. I know. And I don't know if it's for the best or the or the better, <laughs> but you've also been on the product development side. So yes. like you've got it from all angles. Mm-hmm. Um, we do have like a little bit of an outline. So we do because there's so much happened. So much there's happened. So much happened. Let's start with the best beauty launches. Oh, the best beauty launches of 2019. Let me think. You and I have one in common. Should we start with the Kevin and Kwan Kevin Glass Aquan? Glow Highlighter, the face gloss? Because first of all, that is my bay. It, literally, I I so I have like the Muji um, travel case, yes. and I literally pump every like three of them. <laughs> yes. just because you can put it all over. Mm. And I'm a big fan of again looking like yourself. Yeah. So that gloss is something that it's not too greasy, but it gives you a gleam. Oh my like, god! Gleam is the right word, right? Like it, it gives you the the right shine. You reflect my, you know, no, you reflect the light, and it's yes. just like it's perfect. Whenever I post anything, a selfie, and I have that on, people are like, "Oh my god, your what skin. is your skin, your skin right now?" And I'm like, "It's makeup." Because you know how some people will be. Because I just, I just did this whole tutorial. It's fake. <laughs> I did this whole tutorial that was like how to finesse the like no, like the flawless skin thing. And you have a, a down pack too. I know it's I like love lots it. of layers, but that kept, and I, I have the rose gold one. Ooh, I have the gold one. Yeah, because the gold one is actually, I think, really good for darker skin mm-hmm. tones. And then they have a kind of like a silvery one. Yeah, it's probably lighter skin tones. For lighter skin tones. Or... But I was really attracted to the rose gold one for some reason. So I've just been using that. Mm-hmm. And I you can, can see it though. Your undertones yeah. are pretty golden. They are. Mm-hmm. And you can use it as an eye gloss, as a highlight, I as you stand. said, on your like clavicle. Ooh. It's just like, no, I, I I literally woke up like this. I know. So yeah, Kevin Aquan, first of all, an icon. I know, and I rest love, in peace. Rest in peace, Kevin Aquan. I love that the brand is still coming out with 
iconic things. Yes, innovation. Innovation. And they they think about Kevin. Like, Kevin, if you mm-hmm. think of his work, yeah. I'm thinking about Janet Jackson. I'm thinking about Naomi Campbell. I'm thinking that classic 90s look. They still look like themselves, but just a bit done up. And I yes. think the glass glow is just amazing. So if you haven't right. tried it yet, just go to Sephora. Get your little sample. Exactly. Try it out. And But like the, the it's like a huge chunk. Oh, I'm going to have a little bit. Easily two years. You know what's crazy though? I always think about this. Like what like brands like I'm now that I'm creating my own, I'm thinking yeah. about replenishment. I'm like, you're gonna buy this and you're never gonna finish it. I mean the sensual skin enhancer, his never concealer. I will die <laughs> without finishing that. It, it is the most high coverage <laughs> concealer I've ever used. And you use this much like of it, a dot. Like a dot, and you can do your entire face. Kevin Aquan, if you need help with um <laughs> No, but I like it. I, I feel like I support the yeah. brand because I know it's going to be good value for money. I hate true. when you buy something and the packaging conceals how much product mm-hmm. is actually in it. And you're like, oh, wait, this is like a pump and a thing and a thing and a thing. And there's this much product in it. And I've spent a oh, lot of money. Always look at the fill size and the claim size. I know. Two different things. Yep. Yep. Uh-huh. The number of ounces. I love it. But that for me, one of my like favorite aesthetics is like, a glazed honey donut. Like I just Ooh. feel like I just want, always want to look like a glazed like glass skin, huh? What are your other favorite beauty launches of the year? So my other beauty launches of the year. So I've been a big fan of Cotely. Okay. I know you and I have different point no, of no, views. No, no, no. Okay. I'm not anti. <laughs> I'm just not like wowed. I'm not like blown away. Yes. Okay. Continue. So I've been using the Vino Perfect for quite some time. Yeah, and you love it. And I love it. But they came out with an Essence. And Essence, I know, but you know what? Like Essence is like one of those things like, do I really need this-ish? You know what I mean? So I don't know what compelled me. I think it was Jackie Aina. Yes. She did maybe a Harper's Bazaar bed with me or something like that episode. I'm like, huh. But the way she explained it, and especially me, like I'm always looking for, again, that that dewy, you know, plump, glossy look. And a lot of that is hydration. Yes. So I used it for a while and I was like, oh my God, it's so good. It's good. Because it's it's hydrating, but it also has brightening agents. Yes. So the glycolic, I believe, is in there. But not evasive enough where you can't use other actives. Yeah. So I just splash it on. I don't even use a cotton. I just splash it right on my hand and I and I plump it into my skin. It's working for me. Yeah. And I'm just okay. impressed. I mean, your skin's gorgeous. So oh, thank it's you, darling. I'm just impressed because Caudalie is like it's always those brands that's like one launch away from like falling off. <laughs> I know. You know what I mean? It's- I'm like, if you come out with one thing that's bad, I'm like, all right, I'm gonna just literally put you in the, on the on the like. There's a top shelf and like yeah. under the sink. Do you know what's interesting though? <laughs> I feel like. Mac has fallen off. Mac is done off. I know. Let's let's we'll, we'll wait to get to the flop section <laughs> to talk about that. Sorry, Mac. Yeah. I'm so sorry. No, no, but I used to love Mac. And I still they're Who products didn't? they're products that I still love. So we'll we'll get to Mac. Okay. We'll get to Mac. Okay. One of my favorite beauty launches of 2019 was Fenty coming out with new mm. two new products. The Pro Filter Hydrating Foundation, uh-huh. which as a dry skin girl. The extra grapeseed oil that they added into that, I think, is incredible. Pat McGrath also came out with her foundation this year, which is yes. gorgeous. And like, it looks like your skin. But it literally better. looks like your skin. It's like the best, 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 best ever. And like, I feel like I reserve that for special occasion moments. But I love the hydrating pro filter foundation. Ah, uh, okay. So I, I got it. Okay. 
The hydrating one? The hydrating one. And you're not a fan. Okay. Only because, again, that's why beauty is so compelling because everyone has different skin types. Their own thing, yeah. And also different skin types. Yeah, yeah, The science of your skin literally is completely different. So while you have maybe more drier skin, I am more in the oily, normal combination. Okay. So I'll put it on and I would literally be in the the mirror like, yes, girl, we're about to go out there and slay. And then by 3 p.m., I'm like, oh my God, I'm a grease ball. Oh my God. Do you set with powder though? Because that's what makes, so I've, oh, I feel point. like I've developed closer relationships with makeup artists. Shout out to mm-hmm. Sonia. She's like, your stuff doesn't last because you don't set it with powder. I never set with powder. That's what, that's the key. Only under my eye. You have to set everything with powder. And that, and the Fenty, what do they call it? It's like called the filter powder. The powder? Lit. See, I use that, that one under my eye, but not Use it everywhere. Okay. Light touch. You don't want to be cakey. Yeah. But that really makes it last. I'm going to try it again. And it makes it less greasy. See, I put that in my 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 um donation box. I mean, I might take that back. <laughs> yeah, take that back out. Take that back out. Okay, bet. <laughs> um, okay, your other um favorite beauty launch. Yes. So the Pat McGrath, and I want to say it's 2019. The Pat McGrath mascara. Mascara is always hard because the wand has to be right. The bristles have to be right. The formula has to be just right, not too wet, not too dry. Um, the wear has to be right, but I don't know. That freaking I feta know. lash is everything. Fetish, the fetish, fetish lash, I think something like that. Something like that. That's lit. Are you I wearing like it, it now? I'm not. No. You're so lucky though, because you have bottom eyelashes, which I think is like the most gorgeous oh, thing. Thank like, you. I would love. It's a technique though. I have to like literally clump it together. Did you watch the Tracy Ellis Ross? Um, her Vogue, get ready with me. Yes. Where she clumped the bottom. Yeah. It's such a science. I don't do all of that. I have nothing to clump. I have nothing to clump. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a different struggle. (laughs) But yeah. So I had that mascara and Mm -hmm. I lost it. You know, I'm always traveling and I'm not the most organized person in the world. It's not a secret. Like, get you another one. It just got lost somewhere and I like I loved it for like the like two days I had it. But you did love it though, right? I did love it. You're tough on mascaras. I see that. I know, because like, I'm just not impressed. But the Thrive Cosmetics Liquid Lash Extension Mascara is very good. Liquid Lash Extension, extension. from Thrive. Does it have fibers in there? Yes. Okay. And a really good wand. It's all about the wand and the the, the consistency of it. Yes. Does yes. it dry? Does it flake off? No. no. Oh, wait a minute. I need to try this. No, hmm. no. Okay, let's move into the best beauty pop culture moments. Okay. I'll go first. So... Yes. The Jackie Aida, Naomi Campbell yeah, moment. That was a moment. I literally, I don't know what was wrong with me. I like started tearing up. I know. I guess because, again, like I know the inner child in me just started crying because I just know how it feels growing up not seeing representation. And people mm. underestimate how powerful it really is oh to see God. a basic five minute video mm-hmm. of two iconic people coming from two different realms yeah. working together. Yeah. So there's so many different languages. There's so many different things. Like it's fashion, there's beauty. Yep. There's also different generations involved. And there's digital. It's new school it's and new old school. school. Right on my freaking iPhone. And it's just it's just iconic. And I it just made me so happy. So that made me I was, if you saw my Instagram, I was like, oh my God. I know. I also love just seeing that Naomi Campbell applies her makeup like me, like reckless, <laughs> she without really... abandon. Like it's, I'm like, this is me. But she's like, I just do a little of this. Like, I saw that. I'm like, this is Brooke to a T. Like she starts off here, With blends out everything yes, on the side. I'm like, that is Brooke's technique. <laughs> that is me. Just like, but also when I was watching that, I was like, you are a statue. Like yeah. her skin her bone, bone structure, structure. Oh my her God. Bo- i was like it's like do you think it's botox 
I mean, we've seen pictures of her since she was 15, 16. She's been flawless. She's been flawless since she was a young teenager. And she's... What the hell? She's just genetically blessed, which that's what what supermodels are. Supermodels have like won the genetic lottery. She's like, oh, my job, I'm a model. Oh, yeah. She's like, I have to wear my face. (gasps) I can't. I'm a model. Jackie's like, all right, cool, but... uh." (laughs) (laughs) I know Jackie's like for the rest of us. But I mean, and Jackie's gorgeous too. But yeah, that was a moment. I love it. Mine isn't like a specific moment Mm -hmm. but i think lizzo everywhere she went in 2019 for me was like a high because lizzo to me is we talk about diversity and inclusion Mm -hmm. and you know embracing different sizes and different people and queer identity we talk about all of these things Mm -hmm. but for me lizzo's popularity and her owning who she is is like the manifestation of all of those things she's gives zero and she's zero gorgeous. And yes. everywhere she shows up, she is giving a look. Mm. She is giving you personality. She is giving you talent. And like for me, every Vulnerable place talent. Oh my gosh, when she was like playing the flute and oh like twerking. God, even when even she, Rihanna was like, wait a minute. Yeah. Let me let me give a standing <laughs> ovation. Even when she just showed up at that event and she had that like little bag. She's been wearing lots of Christopher John Rogers to so supporting black designers. Yes. But she always has like an amazing hair look, an amazing beauty look. And mm. what I love about her is like this, just being comfortable in your skin. Yeah. Because we talk about it a lot, but like who's really out here doing it and repping? I live for it. I'm, I'm very big on energy and I feel like her energy is like, regardless of what you say about me, yeah. I am going to be here. Yes. But like she basically is like, this is me and you have to just accept who I am. Yes. I love it. Whenever I like need like a pick me up, I feel like I just put on Lizzo. I do really? my makeup. What's your favorite song? Ooh, I like tempo with Missy Elliott. Of course, come on. That's a great song. On, what's, your, what's your Lizzo fave? So the song is in my head because I'm... Oh, I'm a little bit of it. Okay. Really off the goose. That was off. It's one of those like New York City walking, like, okay, yeah. it's twelve yeah. it's twelve o'clock. I came from my meeting. Let me get yeah. going. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I love truth hurts. Same why why men um, great till they gotta be great? Oh a word. Let's not talk about that. That's like a whole different <laughs> other that's a different podcast. That's a whole other podcast. I know. I know. But listen, Fuck your Mary is different. I know, this, I know. But I do out here in this dating space. I've got New friends, I hear things. All um, the things. <laughs> okay. Other big beauty pop culture moments for me on my list was Euphoria. Mm. And, you know, I've been emailing with that lead makeup artist of Euphoria because I'm dying to get her on. She's shooting in Georgia right now. And I'm like, just like, please, like, let's make it work. Like, I think her shooting schedule is crazy. But for me, did you watch Euphoria? Did I? Yes. Incredible. Oh, my God. What a show. What a show. Like, that's one of those shows that you literally have to mentally prepare. You know, you watch like these sci-fi movies where you have to like literally travel to another universe. Yeah. That's how I feel when I put on Euphoria. Yeah. Number one, Zendaya, like you've never seen her before. I know. The makeup looks what the hell i know the scenarios what the hell like i've never seen like i don't want to be in that high school i don't want to go through shout that out to, shout out to our teen my Oof. teen naked beauty listeners yeah my heart goes out to you because <laughs> no kudos it's it's a wild experience <laughs> being a teenager today with social media yeah. being a thing and like the pressures are on yeah so yeah the makeup looks so oh my god what iconic incredible and i feel like for so long and like you were at glossia you were a part of this there was this like 
girls want makeup, but they don't want too much makeup. And mm-hmm. too much makeup is like, I don't know, somehow tacky or it's like for drag queens. And it was like, oh, we just want to be soft and natural. Mm-hmm. And then Euphoria came and it was like, guess what? We actually want to be pulling out looks. We want neon. We I want stand. rhinestones. It's like Studio 54, but like in 2019, but like high school, it's a lot. Maybe a house of yes. I love it because I think it's really reclaiming makeup as self-expression. Oh, good you one. Know? Because it, it literally matched every character. Yeah. It matched the occasion. Yeah. Um, so interesting. Glitter. I yes. have glitter on now. I know. I love Euphoria. it. Euphoria. And, and I love that like just girls are in their bedroom at home in the suburbs recreating these looks. I yes. follow the Euphoria makeup hashtag. Crazy. Highly recommend following this hashtag because I find so many like amazing like amateur makeup artists just doing these looks. And I think that show and the whole Euphoria makeup aesthetic has unlocked for me at least this idea that you can play with color on your face and it's not Uh about looking like like there's yes like I want to just look like myself on the best day possible but sometimes you want to look like you're wearing makeup that's right extra yes lean into your extra exactly um I went to Seattle okay and I went to like this ice cream shop I believe and this girl cold rainy Seattle which is like not known for being the sexiest place on earth at all yeah for makeup yeah And I get there and this woman, she turns this girl, she turns around in her makeup. She has like rhinestones down her face. Okay. She had liner. I wish I could, I actually have her Instagram, but she's like, I'm like, holy crap, your face. Like, oh my God, it really means a lot that you said something about my makeup because no one's even paying attention. I'm in Seattle. I'm like, you look amazing. And she was like this high school girl. And like, she's like, yeah, I just, you know, went to Forever 21 and made these amazing looks. I'm like, I wish I had that in high school. I didn't do that in high school. I I was just putting on black eyeliner from MAC. and like I was just trying to master a cat eye. I know, I know. (laughs) Kudos to you guys. You guys actually inspire me. Same. Yeah. The, like the, the young girls and boys, mm-hmm. right? I think yes. this was a big year for seeing men experiment yes. with makeup. Slaying, beating the face. Slaying. Yeah. Shout out to Way of Yao. He has an incredible, he calls himself the king of color. He does these really bold, like neon eye looks. I met him this year in London. He's just, I look at him and I'm like, I aspire. I still need a master eyeshadow. I'm, I'm still trying to get there. I'm... <laughs> Do you understand so that I'm like, where are your cream eyeshadows that I can apply with my finger? Because that's the level that I'm at. Like, second, like, closest, like. <laughs> I, I still, and as much as I love Pat McGrath products, I mm. still do not have one of the palettes. Every time I get my makeup professionally done, I'm like, please use the palettes. Right. I'm like, but I'm not, I'm not blending out and smoking out a four color. I'm not, I can't, I just don't have the it's skill. collectible for me. Even the Anastasia Beverly really? Hills ones. They're just so beautiful and I just literally collect them. And do you have the good. Jackie Ina palette? I sure do. Is it gorgeous? Support. It's gorgeous. Every color does work for us. Okay. It pops. It pops on us or it just shows up because sometimes, you know, ash is hell. But it actually shows up on you. But I just don't know how to use it. I know. It's hard. Mm, I, I watch tutorials and I'm like, ooh. But beautiful. then I try to do and the colors get like muddy. Like I think that's like because I say blend, blend, blend. Mm-hmm. And I blend so much that it's like too much. The color is lost. And then I'm like, just wipe it all off. I'm like, damn, you tried to do too much. Damn. And this is what happens. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Any other big beauty pop culture moments? All right. So one other thing that came to mind was a Netflix special Broken. Yes. So it talked about basically counterfeiting and the rise of social media and makeup mm-hmm. and all its influencers. One influencer was made upward $22 million okay. a year on makeup. That <laughs> <laughs> you should see Brooke's face right now. She's like, I ain't buying it. 
<laughs> well, when she said, I've made $22 million, I was like, is that profit? It grows margin. You're like, what does that mean? I mean, you've worked in the beauty industry, so yeah. you, you have a better sense of what's like a realistic figure. But did that mm-hmm. number seem realistic to you? Because I, I wasn't even familiar with that beauty creator. I was going to say that. I, I was like, like who are you? I'm like, who are you? <laughs> who says you? I mean, she seems great. Like, no shade to her at all. But like, I know, I know Jeffree Star. If it was like Nikki tutorials, perhaps. Right, right. It would right, make right. a little bit more right. sense. I have no idea who that is. Yeah, was. James Charles. <laughs> 22 million a year. But, but That's a lot. But here's the thing. No, that can't be, though. Because think yeah. about it. Like, Fenty, Fenty made how much? Oh, I don't know. I don't remember. I don't remember the top of my head. But, like, these are those are big numbers. And what I'm realizing now, especially starting my own thing, yeah. people inflate numbers out of out the wazoo. And they will use data points to basically prove whatever they want to prove. Yeah. Um. So, no, it didn't seem realistic to me at all. Yeah. The realism of that number aside, this was a big year for, like, beauty personalities and creators mm-hmm. making bank like the nettle <laughs> yes like james charles jeffree star jackie ina jeffree star manny oh my god i can't believe he's whatever yeah That's but but they're making money which I, honestly i think is empowering mm-hmm. because it's like l'oreal estee L- like these major brands have right. to realize that they've only been able to come in because you've left a vacuum mm-hmm. like you've left this space on the table and the consumers want more choice they want different things yeah and people are coming with the product transform like just transparency being able to relate to an influencer again like you may trust someone because they have the same shade as you yeah i just thought that the documentary was very important because again this space of beauty we're talking about 500 billion dollars a year you know what i mean just consuming palettes soaps all these other things not to talk about women of color spending 7.5 billion dollars a year on products including hair care and all these other things but like the counterfeit market. I oh. know for you, it's probably not as, as shocking, but to me, it's shocking because like when I go back to Senegal, that's what's on the market. Really? Like you go to the supermarkets and you'll see like a, a Kylie Jenner lip kit and you're like, oh, that's so smart. Why pay full price when you can get bootleg? And it's like people are buying this and your your lips are freaking glued together. Oh, I know. That or you're girl, having to go to the emergency yeah, room. And she like, had her lips super glued together from using a counterfeit Kylie lip kit. Just trying just, just try to look cute. <laughs> Come out here with, with glued lips together. It's a huge problem back home for us. Really? So I didn't realize that it wasn't just in Africa, but this is like all over oh, the whole world. God, yeah. And then also with the whole trying to fill demand with Kylie talking about, oh, we're sold out. You're, you didn't sell out. Mm-hmm. You basically, you had a, an inventory of maybe 100,000. Yes. You limit supply to generate more to, demand. For marketing purposes. Yeah. It's kind of corny, but it's just like that documentary was like, wait, what the hell is going on in this market? There's so many yeah. uh, like unturned stones. Yes. Um, that is just a lot. Yeah, because counterfeit bags, if like if they're made with child labor, that's obviously horrible and or, terrible. Yeah. But a lot of times, like I go to Istanbul um, at least I saw once your a year. Instagram. Yeah, and I don't personally believe in buying fake bags, mm-hmm. but the artists, like, they're amazing crafts people making these bags, and some of them are better than the real thing. And those are, yeah. and, and I think if you choose to buy a fake whatever Celine or a Fendi or whatever bag. And it's not made by children. It's fine. Like LVMH isn't taking a huge financial loss. (laughs) What concerns me about the popularity of these really coveted beauty brands that people are buying fake versions of, it's like you're putting it on your skin. Oh my God. Could you imagine? Yeah. 
like an eyeliner, you could just wake up with like styes out the wazoo. Then there's like an in, uh, there's an influx of like in, like eye infections that are happening. Oh, it's so it's sad. just too much. Yeah, <laughs> no, that much. was a very illuminating documentary. Yeah, okay, so that's broken on mm-hmm. Netflix. Everyone should check that out. Yes. Um, what else happened in pop culture? Oh, one of my moments, Normani's music video. I it was before the VMAs. I, I actually was not ready for that. wasn't ready and it was like i was not ready for that beautiful dark oh, skin brown girl even the 106 in park moment in the, the beginning i was like that was me that was me watching 106 in park and oh. she was i mean normani's beautiful stunning yes. she's like broken away what was that group she was in i like don't even oh, remember the name ooh, the shade. yeah no but like she's had this was, like oh my god i was about to say dvd case oh my god <laughs> That was identity cake. But like it was this beautiful tribute to also like 90s beauty. And you know, one of the questions I ask a lot on this show are like, who are the beauty inspirations that you looked up to growing up? Because Mm -hmm. I really believe that growing up watching these music videos, it does inform your sense of what's beautiful. Yes. And I can remember watching music videos. Like I I remember there was a Janet Jackson video where she was like honey, like on a road trip. The yes. one that's like back on the road again. Yeah, no, no, no. Oh my god! With and, the crinkly hair, with yes. the crinkly hair box it's, braids. No, no, no. She didn't have braids. She had like she just had like it's like careless, carefree black girl. She was gorgeous in that. I can remember like like a Shanti video. I just remember oh, like growing man. up and watching 106 in Park and seeing these. And so for her to take that moment, Aaliyah. Ali- I mean, Aaliyah was Come on. Everything. Aaliyah still to this day. I'm like stalking like Instagram profiles that's dedicated to Leah. Oh, I know. She was so iconic good. makeup. Okay. I know. I Even her hair looks. Her hair, I mean, she her was eyebrows. Def- she was definitely a relaxed girl. Like yes. it was always super straight. Oh, I stand for that though. But like, I loved her hair. And, so I, and it like makes me, like I think about if she was around today, like would she be in the lace front thing? Like I feel like I love no. the way her hair looks. I looked. think she would have transformed. I think she was very experimental. The Ooh, same maybe way. she would have been natural. Yes. The same Ooh. way Rihanna is like, yes. like just give me anything and I'll slay it. That, that was a, that's Aaliyah. I that know. is Aaliyah. Of course she passed away, but I still feel like she's here with us. I know. Um, no, I think she would have been way more like out there, like Fifi Dobson, Rihanna, like yes. just like trying. Fifi Dobson. Fifi Dobson. Wow. She would have been like out there trying like different, you know, experimenting. Yeah. Like, I don't know. And speaking of Rihanna, I feel like she just had like oh, one year slow motion <laughs> post of her walking. And that like was a 2019 beauty moment for me. A mood. And okay. I think... We talk about body positivity a lot. And I think the way she truly embraces her body, regardless of what size she is, what she's done with Savage, she is really pushing the boundaries of like what size is considered beautiful. And mm-hmm. also just like, you know, she loves herself. She, How can you not? I mean, look at her. I mean, but- yes, exactly. But I think she's such a powerful beauty icon. I think so too. And I also think that she is... Just like us, in the yeah. sense that she's like, oh shit, I'm a size eight. You know yeah. what? I'm gonna run with this shit. Yeah. Actually, uh, Arnaud, I want to create a, a brand. So yes. I want it to be luxury, and I want it to have go up to like size fourteen. Yeah. I think that Rihanna, because I remember her older, like younger days, quote unquote. You know. Yeah. Where there was a song where she was like, I've never been a, like a size six my whole life. I forget what the song was. Okay. But she opens that and I'm just like, oh God. She's like, this is her version of beauty. Yeah. Probably based on who she's dating. Yeah. All, all these other 
influences of the industry. And here she is, gorgeous as hell, plump. She's like, no, I'm not pregnant. I had food. Yes. Okay. And like, I am enjoying my life and this is happy weight and I'm in a relationship and I'm in love. And that inspired me because I, mm. I gain weight too. I'm like, I'm going into my older body. Mm. I'm more curvy. You're 29. I'm, yeah. you know, I'm 29 going into my 30s. I'm more curvy and I just had to be okay. Like, okay, I'm not, I'm not the college girl anyone who just had that metabolism where I can eat you, whatever, whatever I want, yeah. drink whatever I want, do whatever I want. And I just have to be okay with that. Like, yeah. am I happy with that? Yeah. So I actually am deeply inspired by yeah, same. Yeah. I'll add one more moment to the list. Beyonce's homecoming. How could we? Because oh, but but her transparency around talking about the baby weight. Mm-hmm. How many how- pounds did she gain? Sixty. Oh, really? I I don't remember the number, but I remember her saying, one, I'll never do this again in terms (laughs) of trying to like do this constant, you know, it was basically tracking her journey up to her Coachella performance Mm -hmm. and it showed her struggling. Vegan. Imagine eating freaking greens and water and having to perform at that endurance level. Oh yeah. She was practicing for hours a day. Hours a day. And like the pressure of it all, you're probably still breastfeeding because the babies were still young. Like all those things, like why are we doing this to each other again? I know. And like, and then for her to be like, oh, Jay, look, look at my body. He's like, oh, that's cute. I'm like, <laughs> no, wait. I also get, I for me at least, I didn't see it as like vanity. Like she's trying to get to a certain size to like look cute in a dress. I, it looked like an athlete conditioning for like the Super Bowl. Like I think she wanted to be in shape so she could get up there and dance for hours. I don't know. You think it was like vanity driven? <laughs> I think it's, it's, it's Beyonce. What isn't, what about Beyonce is not vanity? Everything down to her manicure is always picture perfect. True. And like every single Instagram caption, every single, come on, like her Super Bowl, like all those bad images were taken down within 48 seconds. But I, yeah, but I admire the transparency because she could have, she could have edited out. Like this is, I just woke up like this. Every single part of her struggling. Yeah. To get in shape for that concert. I love, I love, I love a a struggle Beyonce. I I just love to be able to say, okay, I can be great, but also go through my, my times. That's why I love Serena's like HBO special. Oh yeah. Going into that. And like, that was like, oh my God, like you, oh, you're just so used to her being great. You have no idea what goes like her crying, her Mm -hmm. going almost through a near death experience with the babies. You know know what I mean? Like all these other things that you don't really think about. I appreciate it. I need, yeah. I need real moments. That's the power of telling our stories. Bro. Yeah. We need more of that in yeah. 2020. Okay. Should we go into the biggest beauty flop? Flops. Oh my God. Yes. Let's do it. I believe like, you know, this new question <laughs> I ask on my show that I've like changed a little bit is like, what are your biggest beauty mistakes? Because okay. I always think there's value in learning from your mistakes. True. So like there are things that we can learn from these beauty flops. Okay. And brands listening. <laughs> I know you're listening. Uh-huh. Learn from these. Um, you want to go first? So I am a fan of Lady Gaga mm-hmm. and I loved her A Star is Born. I was just on the train. I was just yeah. like ready for her. She went through all this drama. I don't know what her Netflix, five foot, her Netflix. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Five foot two or something, something like that. Yeah. So I was just ready for this brand to come and change everything. Yeah. That brand launch was a flop. House of Gaga? Was that what it was called? I don't even know. House of Labs? Laboratory houses. Oh, gosh. I know it was house. <laughs> Not H- laboratory houses. H-A-U-S. <laughs> right. And I was like, okay. It's just late. It was the beat was off. And you could tell that 
it didn't get the love and attention that it probably needed. And granted, I know she's probably going through a million things, but mm-hmm. this just goes to show you it's not okay just to slap your name on things anymore, right? right? We, we've passed the Paris Hilton, this is my new fragrance. Right. You right. know, the, the franchise phase. Rihanna changed to, all of that. You cha- She changed all of that. You have to be involved. We want mm-hmm. to see the process. Mm-hmm. Um, why does this exist? Why is it more important than anything else? It was just so weird to me. Yeah. From the branding, from it being on Amazon to yeah. her just like, it's ready to her makeup artist involvement. I, it was just off for me. That was a flop for me. I like knew about it peripherally. Like I didn't, I, I, I can't even tell you any of the signature. Pro- was it eyeshadow? Like what was it even? <laughs> I think she came out with like eyeshadows. Okay. Listeners, if you've tried the Lady Gaga, pro- I would actually be genuinely curious to hear what they're like. Because I, I, I want to know. I, I would love to know too, yeah. I, but I have no inkling to even go to the website. I know, Yikes. I know. And, and she's huge. So that's the other Lady thing. Lady freaking Gaga. People assume if you have a huge audience that it's going to be, yeah. but it's like, nope. Because the beauty community, I will say one thing, as We're messy, involved. Yeah, as messy <laughs> as the beauty community is, like you are not going to pull the wool over our eyes. No, even if it was Beyonce. Oh my gosh. I to this day <laughs> feel like Beyonce could make a beauty product that I would and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a Beyonce Beehive. stan. Okay. I'm like the, the, <laughs> the presidente. I am deep in the hype. <laughs> she could make a skincare line. She could make a cosmetics line that I wouldn't buy. Yeah. Which is really saying something if I wouldn't buy something she made. But unless it's like also great, I don't need. Why? Why do I need this? Like, unless I know that you perform with this and you this like sweat proof. Yes. Or this is like, you know, like, I don't know, intensive training proof or like uh, the IL looks amazing. The yes. ingredient list. Why are we here? Yeah. You really turned me on, though, to like ingredient lists, though, because I remember I was trying the Pat McGrath Foundation and you were like, there's alcohol in that. And I was like, what? No, you, you said yeah, in that you said in the IO. Yeah. The IO. And I was like, the what? And you were like, <laughs> the like ingredient order, like alcohol is really high up. And I like looked and I did my research and I was like, you are completely correct. And that's fine. You can wear it for stage. You can wear it for an event. But yeah. like wearing it every single day, your face will break out. Yeah. Unless which you is, have some resilient ass skin. And, some, and I have sensitive skin. Some mm-hmm. people can wear products with all of the chemicals in the world. Mm-hmm. But for me, that's why I reserve the... Um, Pat McGrath Foundation for special occasions. And that's fine, right? Yeah. It it really depends. Like if you want your everyday go-to thing, you need you need yeah. to be more gentle. So do you wear makeup every day? Because I do. Um I, like not okay. every day, but right, like right, right, right. Monday yes. through Friday. I'm I do. a wake up makeup wearer unless yeah. I'm like if I have appointments, I have meetings all yeah. the time, I'm definitely wearing makeup. But for me, I don't see it as a chore. Like, oh I like I'm I like love it. I love putting on makeup. I lo- I look at myself, I'm like, look at you. Exactly. Basic to honey. I'm like ready. Yeah, and I think about how my yeah, the, and how it complements my outfit and my look for uh, the day. I love it. Yeah. So many guests in twenty nineteen have come on my podcast to say how to make well, but also I've stopped. Like, I just don't do it. And my skin is better for it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, is this going to happen to me? Like, am I going to stop wearing makeup? Like, I feel like I'm not going to because I really love it. Everyone wants to aspire to like that. Not Let me not say everyone because I can yeah. speak on everyone's yeah. behalf. But like that Tracy Ellis Ross glow where like when you put on makeup, you walk in like, wow. I don't know. I think it's, it's just like this, that again, that zero to a hundred phase when everyone's so used to seeing you quote unquote basic. Yeah. And then you come and you walk through the door with like a face of makeup on. I'm like, yeah. oh my God, who is this goddess? Yeah. So I think there's but that. But don't you think we can still do that? Because I feel like I have my mm-hmm. like... 
every day. Mm-hmm. And then like for the Naked Beauty brunch, I was like, I'm going to give you a, were a blue. Honey. Oh my God, you guys. I'm going to give the a picture is yeah. Had me shook the ponytail, yes. the blue liner. Yes. I stand. Because most my makeup skills, I feel mm-hmm. like I've mastered like a natural beat. For me, I don't see putting makeup on as a chore. So yeah. I don't aspire to stop wearing makeup. I guess I have a complex relationship with it because I, I feel my most beautiful, most beautiful. I feel beautiful when I have clear skin. Yeah, you know I mean, of course. I feel plump and nice and, and dewy um, naturally. So I guess I get the why people are drawn to that. Yeah. Or why they aspire to it. But I get what you're saying too. Again, it's a scale, right? Totally. It depends on where you're going. It depends your it depends on your damn mood. It could totally. depends on the weather. Yeah. And sometimes what I love is when I'm not in the mood to do makeup, I don't feel compelled to. Right. I don't feel like, oh my gosh, I have to put on makeup if I'm gonna go outside and be present. It's a blessing because some people like literally cannot walk outside their door without yeah. a full beat face. And I would argue that that's way more in their head than they think. Mm-hmm. Like I think, oh my gosh, you watch a black lady sketch show? No. Oh my gosh, you have to watch it on HBO. Okay. There's there is Done. a hysterical episode where this woman basically says, like, <laughs> I look dead without makeup and her coworker's like, Oh, that's just in your head and she comes and she's like literally a cadaver. <laughs> They're like, actually, did watch that episode. Her. It's like so funny. But I In think that office. most are all of our skin is better than we think it is, yeah. right? And we're comparing ourselves yeah. to these very airbrushed Beyonce images. <laughs> and also, like whenever whenever people, are like, oh my gosh, Brooke, your skin is amazing. I I'm always quick to like DM a quick response back on all my at Naked Beauty Planet. Put like I'm wearing makeup because mm-hmm. I just want people to know the reality of it. And then sometimes I truly have no makeup on, mm-hmm. and that's a different thing. But yeah, I don't know. I'm just like, I'm like, am I going to like stop wearing makeup? Because everyone seems yeah. to like reach this like enlightenment period. They're like, I just don't wear makeup anymore. Okay, so like they're like above it. That's what I'm saying. I don't want people to think that you're above makeup. I think it's just literally just a makeup choice and a makeup style. The yeah. same way you choose boyfriend jeans versus like skinny tight jeans. Yeah. It depends on how you feel. Yeah, which what I, I don't like yeah. is the conversation of I am better than you or I'm greater mm. than you because my skin is X, Y, Z. Or yes. quote unquote good skin. Well, that oh. I don't like. Oh, yeah. So like just because you don't wear makeup anymore, that's why people were very touch and go with the holy Keys movement. Yes. yes. It was like, oh, now she doesn't wear makeup on every single photo shoot. Oh, great. She's above yeah. this. Yeah. Uh, that's a bit, you know, touch and go. Yeah. But if you again, whatever you feel you're most beautiful in. But yeah, for me, the minimalist. Yeah, I think we have the same makeup style mm-hmm. looking like yourself. But best believe when it's time to beat the face, honey, yes. I am down for all the yes. shit again, yes. all the glitter. I know. All the, I love it. I Same. just love it. I love it too. The only thing I feel like I'm slightly getting over and may not bring into 2020, fake eyelashes. Really? Brooke? Yeah. Really? So the individual lash extensions, I will never mm-hmm. do again. Okay, yeah. It's just, just like I'm done. I am absolutely <laughs> done with that. But even the like strip lashes, mm-hmm. they look great, but... I feel like my eyes get tired. Like yeah. as soon as I walk in the door, <laughs> I'm like ripping those bad boys off. And it feels like it adds this like extra heaviness to mm-hmm. my face. And I just, I don't know. I, so I personally, all of 2019, I can count on my fingers how many times I wore, like yeah. on one hand, yeah. how many times I wore extensions. Yes. Like, same well, for well, me probably. Strips. But every time I did the ex- the strips, I was like, not even worth it. No, I just been, you know, yeah. 
clunking on these these lashes like um like on like the pat mcgrath or doing like a different technique yeah but um i haven't been on the lash i get what you're saying i'm just shocked because we were talking about it before like naked beauty like oh my god it looks better in pictures i'm just thinking about pictures like it always yes. looks better on video on camera you're like true. lashes look better it's true that's so true you know what i mean but in real life i know what you're talking about yeah when i did my <laughs> naked beauty live show which you came to thank <laughs> yes. you i got my face beat and i was definitely best believe i was definitely wearing lashes <laughs> and then when I did my Naked Beauty brunch, I wore lashes as well. And then there have been a few like parties and things where I'm like, I didn't need to do that for a wedding. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. That's called being grown. True. <laughs> and True. choosing what, what extra quote unquote yeah. weight we want to carry. But also, <laughs> I think there's something modern about it's so funny. I watch these YouTube tutorials and sometimes I love the makeup until they get to the point where lashes. they add these like spiderella. Like I'm like, these are too long. These, are bat, these bat lashes. Yeah. Like, literally. It like kind of like yeah. dates, like it makes the look too extra sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you didn't need that. Girl, YouTube makeup is a whole different thing. It's I know. A different true, world. True, true. And then they're getting the affiliate code from the lashes that they're uh-huh. on. So that's a whole other thing. It's a whole other like, layers. That's the, that's the thing about these tutorials. Every product they put in is another like sponsored opportunity. Right. So sometimes they're putting on like seven different blushes and they're like, I blend this one and then this one and then this one because it's like all different brands. But also get your money. All, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what we have to understand. Like YouTube is a space for me to get inspired. I never go mm-hmm. to YouTube and recreate something from A to Z. I've never done I've that. Tried, I've tried. I've tried. Really? Yeah, I've tried. How long did it take you? Um, a long time and <laughs> such a fail. Like an hour and a half. Like, okay, yeah. I'm, I'm going to sleep. <laughs> yeah, exactly. One of the things I forgot to mention for my favorite like beauty products of the year, it's not a new product, but mm-hmm. Altrino. This was the first year that I used retinol in my skincare routine. I'm still scared of retinol. So I was scared. I was like, I'm all natural. Like, cause <laughs> I try to keep my skincare as natural as possible. That's like my big, I always big... die laughing with a book. Like, well, so I'm natural. So <laughs> yeah, no, cause I am. And like, I, I makeup is my toxic thing, but yeah. it's on and then it's off. But I just feel like for your skincare, just mm-hmm. like nourish your skin. And I tried one retinol, I think it was called Atrolin and it was a gel based retinol. I should say tretinoin, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it made my skin dry and peeling. And I was like, this is not cute. In the beginning. Yeah. And then, but I know that it's like a drying ingredient. And then I had a conversation with my dermatologist, Dr. Jones, who I've had on the show. And she switched me to a lotion-based retinol, um, which is Altrino. It's $110 with a prescription. Okay. I think it has made the biggest difference in my skin. I've done microneedling this year. I've done face. I've done, you know, I've done everything. Yeah, I've seen. <laughs> You've seen. You guys have seen on my Instagram. But yeah. like taking, like uh, using retinol, two to three times a week, I think has changed my skin more than anything. Try it. Okay. Try it for 2020. Do you have a dermatologist? Yeah, I do not have a freaking Okay, go to Dr. Jones. Okay, number one. I'll, I'll yes. probably get a 2020 list to do. Okay, I'm going to do it. I'm Just try. It. I think you'll... I mean, you already have really good skin, so you're starting yeah. with excellence. It's you know what it is? Better. I have to, I'm prone to dermatitis. So when mm. I do too much, my skin's like, no. And I'll yeah. break out all over my skin. Yeah. And it's very small. Yeah. Like little, like bumpy textures or like on my chin or my, definitely my forehead area. So I've always been nervous about that. Yeah. So I went to Wonder, which I was when I was like, when I was working in PD and Glossier, I just kept putting things on my face. Like yeah. every freaking week was something different. Like, I can only imagine. Right? They, you're like, oh, this is a part of the job. I'm like, girl, this is one face. <laughs> anyway, so I went to the dermatologist and they're like, oh, you have um, atopical dermatitis, which oh, is pretty typical, yeah. um, especially for women of color. So I was been just scared of retinol. Yeah. Because everything I put on my skin that's too aggressive is like, my skin's like, girl, sit down. Can I tell you one big story? This was the biggest beauty fail of 2018 okay. for me. Speaking of atopical dermatitis, this is, it's honestly, I blame the jet lag and disorientation mm-hmm. from traveling. 
I <laughs> tested skincare at a freaking airport, like at one of the duty-free shops. When I tell you that I had <laughs> the worst rash, <laughs> like a full-blown dermatitis, like I needed to get like an antibiotic topical. And literally they're like, what, what were you thinking? And I was like, honestly, what was I thinking? What? Testing. It was, like, it was like an SK2 or like a Shiseido or like a Chanel. But like, again, when you have these miserable fails, you learn. Don't do it again. Never. If you're <laughs> in a Sephora, if you're in an Ulta, literally never, ever, ever test any. Don't Dying. test lip gloss. Don't even if they have the separate wand. That yeah. You, don't do it because a million people have dipped into that wand and there is God knows what bacteria in it. The most that I'll do is a pump. Yes, but um, even pumps. What if the opening to the pump is contaminated? Yeah. Like we live in New York City. This is very true. But I I literally never pump. Like even Sephora testers, like if I want to try something at home, I really do that because of that. Yeah. I used to work at Sephora, you know. Yeah. I've literally seen people. Oh, people beat, beat their, their whole face. <laughs> yes. With testers. You know what I mean? So it's kind of eerie, but like. Only if like swatches, if I want to know my color. Oh, swatches on your hand. Yeah. Fine. But whatever I do, I literally test on my hand. I never. Okay. People put on Sometimes eyeshadow. Sometimes I do. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. You not... test eyeshadow on your eyelid? No. Okay. Like, yeah. Maybe, like... I mean, I'm one to judge. I literally put moisture, probably from like a jar. Like it's. You scooped it in your. It was I don't jet know. Lag. I was like delirious. <laughs> my husband was like, what were you thinking? I was like, I don't know. I was hungry. We had been flying. We had like a two-hour layover. Tired. And you know international airports have the best duty-free. They sure do. Very luxurious. Estee Lauder suite. Everything. Yeah, I was just doing the most. I hear you. Okay, other beauty flops of 2019. I think for me, it's not even a flop. It was just a reckoning. Estee Laundry. Mm. Shout out to their journalism. <laughs> Girl. This whole expose they've done on bullying in the beauty industry. It's so real. I mean, let's just go down some of the brands that were named. Um, Charlotte Tilbury, um, Tata Harper, Estee Lauder, definitely. L'Oreal, definitely. Um, Sunday Riley Mm -hmm. um, and and the whole fake review scandal where they were literally writing these fake reviews of their products. Finally got busted. FTC is nothing to joke with. Yeah. What other brands were named in that? in that skin i mean yeah i think those were the the main ones that were mentioned yes and just uh, mac this, of course Estee mac, Lauder. yes yes and just this culture of bullying rude and it's so interesting because all of these beauty brands talk about like women empowerment and they, and it's like <laughs> and then you hear from the women that work there and they're like i lived in fear every single day i was bullied every single day i was judged for the way that i looked <sighs> i remember i read one and you guys should check out if you go to the um i'll link to it in the show notes and you can go they have it saved in their highlights but one of the ones that I read was someone worked for some skincare company and she was doing lots of like client facing presentations and speaking on stage. And she said she changed something about her medication and she started to break out and they like just literally pulled her off of everything. Like <gasps> you're not going to speak anymore when you look like this pretty much. And that just made me so sad because we're in a workplace, right? Yeah. What is the con? I'm not a model. What right. is the content of what I'm saying? Right. 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 I've, I mean, I've, I've been there. So this doesn't surprise me at all. Like I've literally been bullied in a workspace and it's just like, OK, there's so many different things to it. Right. It's like, OK, this is the job that pays me. But then when you're going through it again, Monday through Friday, sometimes, especially if you're working on social, you're working weekends. These yeah. are the teams that you have to kind of touch base with every single day. Yeah. And it's tough. And then it's it's totally like layered because it's one thing with like cattiness within the office, but then it's racial, you know, it's all the things like I would never forget. There was like a fire drill at one of my jobs. And like this white lady literally grabbed my ass. Wait, 
You <laughs> it was the wildest workplace I, discrimination. I, I ha- I'm literally I'm pretty sure I have like plenty of losses just like probably waiting to be filed. But like yes. I, I, I just Wait, never what do, that thing <laughs> every time. What do you mean? She grabs your ass. So we were it was a fire drill. Yeah. And I wore a very must admit it was a, it was a pretty clad um, almost like a DVF dress um, dress. And I have okay. a pretty big booty. Okay. And I didn't wear my blazer because my blazer was like one floor up and it was a fire drill. So yeah. I'm walking out the walking out as everyone else is walking out. And this girl literally like, oh my God, Jada, your booty is like so high. It's crazy. She proceeds to take both palms of her hand and literally grabs my buttocks. That is so inappropriate. And she's like, oh, I hope you don't mind. Is I'm this like, a white woman? Duh. But the license to touch our, from like, our bodies. From like, from like, I think she was from like, I don't know, Alabama, moved to New York City and just thought it was A-OK to grab my ass. That's not a pro- racist. <laughs> it is so inappropriate. Right. I wouldn't even, my <laughs> dear friends, I wouldn't even grab their ass without their permit. Unless they were like, oh my gosh, Brooke, feel my butt. I've been in Pilates and killing it and feel no, how permitted. I definitely didn't ask her to feel my butt during a freaking wow. fire drill when I'm trying to mind my business and get back. And I already felt uncomfortable yeah. because I didn't have my vest on. Imagine that, yeah, right? Like not feeling comfortable because your booty is not yeah. a Our size two. It's yep. different. I'm curvy. I'm from Senegal. You know what I mean? So it's like all these things. It's just like, Wow. None of these stories surprise me. I'm sorry. None of these stories. And I have plenty of stories more to tell, but I, I'm just channeling that energy and like being able to show other, uh, again, other women that you don't need that to be there if yes. you don't need to be there. That's- if you're still, if you're happy there, by all means, stay. If you want to leave, you need to walk out the door. Yes. And a toxic work environment never gets better. It doesn't get better. And then when you do, quote unquote, blow the whistle, you are targeted as well. Yeah, you have because to leave you're it. the one. Everyone's like, "Oh, did I did I offend you? Like, are you going to go to HR about that?" I'm like, "Really? I just came here to do my damn job." Yes, you know what I mean. Yes. I came here to just eat my little sweet greens and go home. Why must we do this today? I know. Um, one thing I did learn yeah. in 2019, as we like get more woke and conscious about things, one thing that I've learned that's very important is, especially in workplace settings or even just socially. If someone loses weight, you're not supposed to say, and you're not supposed to say like, "Oh, you look great. You look like you've lost weight." That happens a lot too, huh? And most people, if, if especially if they've been trying to lose weight, they take it as a huge compliment. And uh-huh. they're like, oh, "Thank you for noticing," because I notice people. Yeah. And so I would be quick to be like, "You look really good. You've lost weight," and people are usually flattered. But you never know what people are dealing with medically. Right. You don't know if they've had loss in their family and they're right. grieving, so they haven't right. been eating. And so it's this uncomfortable thing that you're not. So that was like a big lesson I learned this year. Yeah. It's actually like not cool to tell people, oh, you look great. Like, have you lost weight? Right. It's like, just don't comment on people's appearance. Right. Just (laughs) the lesson. Just do your job. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But also like, yeah, unless the person's probably been vocal about trying to lose weight or maybe training for a marathon. It's a bit different. But even that, let's say they've lost weight and you comment on it, but then they've gained weight and then they feel like, oh, people have made this big deal about me losing weight. So it's just like, I just feel like it's like. Let's just like not comment on people's appearance. Uh, the workplace and the beauty industry is so crazy. I mean, fashion, I think is worse, but beauty can get very catty yeah. really quick. When you change your hair a lot, when you write glossy and stuff, and uh-huh. people be like, oh my God, new hair. Like glossy, not so much okay. compared to like my former jobs where people like, is that your hair or like things like that? Like it's, I, I think it's a bit more acceptable. Like they were actually just in, in tree, like, oh my God, that's so cool. Yeah. Versus other places they were like, What's going on here? Yeah, what's going on here? Or just like, you can tell the intent behind a question. Yes. You know what I mean? It's just like, okay, are you genuinely curious? And which yes. I'm, I'm more than happy to share. I love talking about beauty anyway. But like when you have other alternative 
side comments or slick comments to say about it. I'm like, meh. Let me not engage with. You'll know real when you get it. It will say eBay authenticity guarantee and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like a gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts, not just any experts, specialized experts, real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. You? <laughs> Speaking of hair, let's get into pattern beauty. Ooh. Flop of 2019? Oh my God. The thing is, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what the numbers are. Can I tell you though, I went to Ulta Beauty and the saleswoman said the sweetest (laughs) thing to me. She was so knowledgeable about natural hair. She put me onto this great brand called Curlsmith that I didn't know about. Mm -hmm. It's a great natural hair like brand, great ingredients. And I said, so what do you think about pattern? And she said, if you want to support sis, I recommend buying (laughs) the microfiber towel. And I was like, like the microfiber towel. Oh, really? Damn. Sorry. Damn, not even the towel. Not, not even a towel. I bought the... Okay, so let me tell you what I bought. Okay. I bought the conditioner. Yes. Not the leave-in, the actual conditioner. I heard the, the conditioner. giant okay. conditioner. I bought the shampoo in the travel size. I heard the shampoo's a disaster for type 4 hair. I bought, <laughs> I bought the clamp. Okay. And then I bought the towel. Okay. Oh, wow. You really invested. Because it was Tracy. And it was like the brand. I know. Was, I the love, rollout was beautiful. I, know, I love Tracy. The imagery was yeah. beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh my God, duh. I love that live shower demo that she did. That was incredible. The PR was amazing. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, I have to support this. I'm surprised I didn't send it to you. I am still trying to figure out my hair type. Yeah. So I have been transitioning time. for a while now. It's been maybe two years now. Okay. So I don't know technically like what my hair loves absolutely and what it hates. Yeah. I'm still learning. It's experimenting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, much so when I tried on top of it something brand new like pattern, I'm like, I guess this works for me. Then I go on like Twitter. I'm like, Twitter is like not having it with pattern. Especially for I have 4C low porosity hair. Okay. So number one, that conditioner was way too thick for my hair. Really? Okay. And the shampoo did its job, but like, I'm not impressed. I feel so sad saying that because it's sis. It's, okay. This is what I think is the strongest thing you could do with the feedback. And again, this is, I'm speaking to someone who hasn't tried it, but I think the strongest thing that Tracy Ellis Ross and her team could do would be to be like, we heard the feedback. Right. We tested it on more hair types. Right. And this is like V2. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm waiting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think there needs to be something with low porosity. I think there needs to be a, a bigger focus on 4C hair. Yes. Period. Or 4 hair. Yeah. Because Tracy, you know. I know. And she talks about like her mom using it. And I'm like, girl, I love Diana Ross. But like, I've never oh, seen her hair. That's a wig. That's definitely a wig. I know. I know. It's but we love, human hair wig, but we, we love you, Tracy. Icon- oh, Tracy, we stand for you. But baby girl. From the Joan Clayton days. Yes. We and, and we also love you enough to, to give you, you know, constructive criticism. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Any other big beauty flops of 2019? Can we talk about Tom Ford, though? 
Tom Ford oh. skincare. Where did that go? Where did it come? $400 for a damn cream. What? With literally dimethicone. I was like dimethicone. But also like, I was like, where, like, fine if you have toxic stuff, but what, what are the active, what are we paying What for? are we talking about? Except for these imagery, which is like, okay, oh I don't God. know if I'm in like black planet. I don't know what is going on yeah, here. Yeah. You mean black mirror? Black mirror, black <laughs> planet. What is black planet? Wasn't that a good Black dating? planet was like a social media platform <laughs> before your time. What made me say, okay, whatever. He... <laughs> And I loved. Him. I love stand with Tom Ford. You know, I, I, when I graduated school, all I did was say like, all I want to do is work for you. I had a meeting with. I was like fully prepared to like give my life away to be his assistant. I <laughs> no way love Tom Ford. So this is coming from a place of love. <laughs> I just feel like that skincare launch was really out of touch with where the skincare conversation is today. There we go. The market was different. Yeah, it's not enough to just be you, which we learned with Lady Gaga, which yeah. we were learning with Tom Ford. Yes, and all the brands to come. Like, yeah. please just do your due diligence. Yes. If you're not really interested in skincare or makeup or beauty, whatever have you, you know, go go yeah. into like automobile, go into technology. Because <laughs> Tom but Ford kills heavy. it with the fragrance. I love his fragrance. I mean, a sleek ass fucking Tom Ford. Oh, his clothing car. Could you imagine? That's oh my some god! Sleek, <gasps> come on, like a little Benz, like a truck or something like no. that with Tom Ford. I'm here for it. Yeah, he could. But do it's anything. not for everyone. It's yeah. not for everyone. Not skincare. Not skincare. <laughs> Because, come on. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you talked about Twitter earlier. I know you have very yes. strong opinions about... So, so okay. and I love you. Someone just tweeted the other day. She said, I love at Brooke DeVard. I don't know why she doesn't get more love on here on Twitter. And I like retweeted. Yes. And I was like, thank you. Because I'm like in and out of Twitter. I'm not very active. But mm-hmm. I know there's a whole Twitter skincare, skincare Twitter. community. And I'm not part of it. I see yeah. it. And I'm like, whoa. These are, these are This is a lot of homegrown information that's not verified, but I'm not in it. In <laughs> it. Homegrown. So tell, tell me about skincare Twitter. Okay. So skincare Twitter is very interesting because again, I've been talking about skincare for a very long time, like mm-hmm. on Instagram at least. And you would think that skincare Twitter would be yeah. the same sentiment and it just doesn't resonate the same way. I feel like, and they're going to roast me, whatever, but like, it's just such a... Uh, what's the word? Hostile place. Really? And I'm like, it's beauty for God. Like, what do they get hostile about? About facts of, of skincare. Mm-hmm. Like, do you know Petrolatum is blah, blah, blah. How dare you? You claim that you're an esthetician and you're telling me you're recommending retinol? I'm like, uh, okay. So everyone's, everyone's right. Yeah. And everyone's wrong at the same time. But there's no space for the novice to really come in there and like learn. Or if you do learn, it only needs to come from one like expert. And yes. you cannot go from other ways and be inspired. It's just so confusing to me. So this whole year I've been like just listening to skincare Twitter. Okay. Um, not gonna be I mean, I'm sure I'm gonna get roasted, but like I'm not a fan of skincare Twitter. It's just too hostile for me. Like I wanna have fun talking about skincare and makeup. Yeah, well that's why I love Reddit. Yes, skincare Reddit. addiction. It's See? educational, supportive. Not attacking anyone. Yeah. They're the skincare Twitter, like people have gone to like their salons and like attacked them physically and come there and like trash their places and wrote the whole exp- like ex- Excavate on the on wow. Twitter. Yeah, we don't so, need that. Yeah. We don't need that. <laughs> so speaking of Twitter, yeah. there was a video that broke my heart and I was very emotional about it. I don't even know why it triggered me so 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 badly. But essentially there was a salon spa in Ghana. Okay. Where you literally enter, you're in a bath and they scrape the melanin off your skin. No. They scrape the melanin off the skin and she's just saying, look how quickly and how effective it is. This woman no. is literally sitting in acid. I think she's covering maybe her bosom and maybe her like ring no. area. 
But she literally is taking like a spatula and like scraping off and like you just see white flesh under it. <gasps> and it's like, number one, the health risks involved are like oh my God. disastrous. The video literally, if I could just cry the whole video, I would oh voice God, that over. This is heartbreaking. Um, it was so heartbreaking. It was so heartbreaking. Number one, it's on the continent. It's like in Ghana. She's like, you know, come in time for December. Like, you know, it's so quick. You can leave. I'm like, this is not like Botox. You're literally bleaching someone's skin within seconds. And like, what message are we sending? Like, what's going on? Like, it really broke my heart. So that was a huge beauty flop for me. Yes in 2019 and I hope that that person gets the whole institute shut down you know yes. to each his own with the hustle but like that's just something that no, we don't that's need not okay that's we not don't okay. need it we don't need it 2020 more self-acceptance more yes. self-love no more black china bleaching cream yes no there's just <laughs> there's no there's no room for that yeah and I think we're making so much progress like I think Overall, 2019 was a good year for beauty, don't you? It was. It was very progressive. It was fun. Yes, it was fun. It was exciting. It was exciting. There were new innovations. There were new shows, entertainment. Yes. Representation. Yes. Miss Universe just won yesterday. South Africa. Beautiful. Amazing. Amazing. Um, so, yeah, I think 2020 will be more authentic mm-hmm. and just owning our ourselves. Just space to just be. Yes. Can we just be? Can we just be? <laughs> and also, yeah. I think 2020, there's going to be increasing depth added to the beauty conversation. Mm. Like, I think with this space that I've created with my show, for me, it's always been like beauty is much deeper than what we put on our skin. It's deep. It's personal. It's connected to our... Yeah, yeah. It's mental. It's, it's the language that we, we speak to ourselves every time. Like, oh, does this look good? Does it look bad? Yeah. We're literally talking to ourselves yes. about that. And that language that we keep or the way we speak to each other or to ourselves rather yes. is super important. Yes. So I think that's just going to get deeper and deeper. And I'm like, I'm excited for 2020. I am so excited. I'm going to be busy, but very excited. I know. <laughs> Do you have any beauty New Year's resolutions? Like Ooh. things you're going to try? Oh my God. Retinol. Yeah. I try it. I'm going to try retinol and um, let's see. <laughs> Maybe we'll master eyeshadow in 2020. Oh my God. I need a tutorial. I know. Eyeshadow and wigs. Those are like the two beauty areas where I'm like, look at it still. (laughs) Wigs are tough. I know. I don't I don't think it depends on the stylist. It's just so many different like things like factors into wigs. But I'm there with you. Yeah. You gotta send me like pictures of you trying on new wigs and I'm going to do the same. Yes. Okay. Love that. All right. Cheers. Thank you so much for wrapping up 2019 with me. This was such a fabulous episode. So fun. And I'll link to all of your socials so everyone can like get to know you if they don't follow you already because you're so fabulous and you've been such a 2019 highlight for me. So thank you so much. And thank Thank you guys for listening. I hope everyone is having an amazing, amazing end of their year. And I'm so excited to come back and speak with you guys in 2020. Cheers to 2020. Yay. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 